This podcast is brought to you by JAM, Junction Arts and Media, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier, and we argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. And now all the talent for this podcast will introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Allie Levy. I'm the owner of Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. I'm Carrie, one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont. I'm Emma, one of the co-owners of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont. And I'm Sam, the other co-owner of the Norwich Bookstore. And we haven't heard from Sam in a while, so welcome back, Sam. Oh, thanks. It's nice to see you. <laughs> Great to be here. Since you've been gone, Lisa decided to call us all talent. Yes, exactly. The talent. Oh, boy. <laughs> I can switch it back. So if you're a recurring listener, you know that I've switched to talent, and you also know our episodes answer questions from listeners. So please send us your reading dilemma to shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or use your preferred social media method to reach any of these three amazing independent bookstores. We do our best to answer all questions we receive in upcoming episodes. I would also say that quite a few people personally emailed me. That works as well. If you're out there and you're a friend of any of us, just shoot us an email. With that, we jump into recommendations and book talk. For this episode, each bookseller has been asked to discuss one book that they recommend that answers today's question. And our first question comes from Lisa F. via email. What is a go-to board book for a new baby gift that is not one of the classics? Are there any good ones from the last 10 years? I struggle sometimes with board books because I feel like there is either no plot whatsoever or it is a simple repackage of a picture book, which is in fact what most board books are, and there's too much plot, and I just feel like a board book, a book for a baby should be age appropriate. So they're not they're not going to understand the plot. They're not going to catch anything from the alphabet necessarily. That's not to say that you shouldn't also read plot and alphabet books to your baby, <laughs> but just that like to me that's not what like hits the nail on the head in the board book category. And so I personally love board books that are interactive, that are really tactile, that offer something beyond what a non-board book could offer other than just chewing ability. <laughs> so not to be discounted. Yeah. Be yeah. So I often find myself when we have our sales reps and they say, here's this board book or here's this board book. It, and it actually happens with picture books too. Sometimes there will, a picture book will come out and I'm like, that's not a picture book. That's a board book. Oh yeah. Yeah. You guys feel that too. Yeah. Too few words. Yeah. And I mean, it depends too on with the board book like the intent of the board book so like if it's a gift for a new baby like this specific question the book i feel like is actually more for the parents at that point mm. that's yes. a good that's a that's a, a very a good point read a lot of board books the plot is sometimes very important yeah. <laughs> but but that being said like so it should like to me i want to give something that has like pleasing artwork because if you're if you're really trying to put like there are great board books that are good for babies initially like the high contrast and the hmm. yeah but the high contrast is so ugly sorry right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but babies love it <laughs> babies do love it because they can see it better yeah. so I you know it's kind of 
it's hard, but I see what you're saying as far as like. So what did you end up picking? So I have a, an absolute favorite that I've used for a long time now. So it might be older than 10 years. There's an artist by the name of Il Sung Na. And in particular, I love their book, Book of Sleep. Uh, it's like these almost like watercolor, like very like mottled. They're beautiful illustrations, and it is a very simple story because it's about going to sleep. And they're very soothing. There's like a cute little owl that's like the main character. It's a book that generally like I can I can hand it to someone and they immediately see the illustrations and are like, oh yeah, this is perfect. It's just it's very soft. Yeah. It's very soft. It's pleasing to look at. So even though there's not a ton of plot, like it's still nice for the adult to read. And you can kind of like point out different things in the pictures as, as the kids get older. It's different animals on every page. It's like lots of soft colors, but it's also a darker palette because it's a bedtime book. And the same artist has a bunch of other cute books. She has one that's Book of Babies and one that's Snow Rabbit, Spring Rabbit, which is cute for like in between seasons. The Book of Sleep is really good for new baby gifts. Perfect. Emma, do you want to go next? I also kind of think of board books as mostly for the parents, especially when it's like a brand new baby. Two books came out, I think within the last year, by Natalie Nelson, Dog's First Baby and Cat's First Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, some consensus uh, Those are cute. These books are hilarious. They're meant for like brand new parents, never before had babies with pets. They are from the perspective of the titular animal who proceeds to compare and contrast this new creature with themselves. So the baby likes to nap. The dog and the cat also like to nap. They're very sweet and funny and colorful. And so I often find myself handing them to people because you probably won't get too bored of them as you read and reread them because they're so funny. I'll jump in. I'm going to go back to my, my interactive idea, although I do I do get the argument that it's more for the parents. Parents like lift the flaps, too. Yeah, those are fun. <laughs> I don't think interactive books are bad. A gift for the parent can also include, like, how do you connect with your non-literate child? <laughs> and so these interactive books that I'm about to talk about are a great way of doing so. I'm sure the babies around here are literate. <laughs> <laughs> do they come out just talking just already that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so i this is just kind of a you will find these everywhere i think they are fantastic and there are always new ones coming out so just a don't discount it the little bear little piglet and little ghosty oh, little yeah. so there are all these finger, finger puppet, puppet books puppet. yeah those um, are amazing. <laughs> put your finger in there's like a little mini plush puppet that comes through a die-cut hole in a board book. And you can put your little finger in and tickle the baby's nose and do all these things. <laughs> there are so many different animals. My favorite is probably Little Fox, because I love foxes. But there's also other really good interactive ones. There is a bear hug that we have at the shop. There's tons of iterations on this finger puppet thing. And then there's also kind of for once they don't need something soft, but you still kind of want to be interactive with it. I love Peck, Peck, Peck. Is that the Lucy Cousins? You can kind of stick your fingers through and it's it's very simple. There's no plot on this one. <laughs> and you just peck like a little chicken at your baby's face, I suppose. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. <laughs> it is very sweet, despite what I just said. So, so it's sort of Tippy Hedron sort of. <laughs> 
I don't know, Allie. <laughs> For those nights that you're irritated by your child. <laughs> I just want to state for the record that we're recording this episode on the Friday of Halloween weekend. So. Love packs. Love, Love packs. That's right. Okay, Sam, help us out here. So I actually also think a lot about board books and, and picture books. My favorites in this category ebb and flow, but I'll, I'll do my best to, to nail it down to one, at least for this is my favorite for this week. I really enjoy anyone who's ever requested a, a book recommendation from me or been by the shop and talked kids books with me knows that I'm extremely pro read aloud. And that's sort of, at least for me, where I strike the balance between a book for the kid and a book for the adult. I think that the very best books for, for young readers and for children, whether they're picture books or board books, or as Allie pointed out, in many cases, both, because many books are packaged in both formats, which I actually think is is great. And, you know, a, a lot of the time, because a lot of those books can cross over across age groups. But I think the most pleasurable of those books are, are books that are enjoyable for adults to read aloud and delightful for kids to listen to. And they're also books that have content that will delight children, but that also hits adults in a completely different spot that is also enjoyable. I love books that have sort of wry humor baked in for the adult readers. And I'm always on the lookout. This is pretty common in picture books aimed at slightly older readers, four and five and above. But I'm always on the lookout for books that have that in board book format that are a little bit younger. And the one that I've been kind of digging lately, there's actually two of them. They are called I'm Up and I'm Still Up both by Antoinette Portis. These are very simple. They're not high contrast, but they have illustrations that are kind of one step down from high contrast where they are still like mostly pretty primary colors and pretty simple shapes. So they're easier for young eyes to grasp. And the entire plot of both of these books is everybody wants to be asleep, but baby is up. And Baby is finding other creatures, be they birds or the cat or the moon, who are also up, in order to convince mom and dad, who would very much not like to be up, that they too should be up. These books are delightful to read if you are a grown-up, because you understand this struggle uh, from a from a different side and i think that there is a kind of a, a, a wry humor that runs through them they are repetitive and fun to read for babies and young pre-readers and they also because they're relatively simple in terms of text they're uh, you know the the they go the moon is up the chicken is up the cat is up they are they allow some room for riffing and improvisation, which listeners of this podcast may have realized I'm also a fan of, where you can point to the pictures and say, what else is happening in this story? Look who else, look who else is awake, which I think is an incredibly enjoyable part of the read aloud experience. They're both pretty recent books, so they're certainly not classic status yet. Although I do want to also quickly give a shout out to two undersung classics from my childhood that I think are worth revisiting. 
for the same reasons, fun to read aloud and fun to, to point out things happening in the pictures. One is Sheep in a Jeep by yeah. Nancy Shaw. My number one, maybe number two favorite picture book from childhood. And, you know, not as many people gravitate towards Sheep in a Jeep anymore. And I just turn away from, I mean, Goodnight Moon is, is great. It's wonderful. <laughs> so you may, we, we, we've been there. They've already got five copies. They've already yeah. got five copies. Sheep in a Jeep forever. How do you feel about Sheep in a Shop? Uh, I was a I was a cars kid. I was a transportation kid. Sheep in a shop is is fine. I probably enjoy it more now as an adult as, as a shopkeeper, but as a kid I was shop sheeper. Shopkeeper. <laughs> as a kid I was I was all about that Jeep. The other one I'll just really quickly give a, a shout out to is More 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 Said the Baby by Vera oh, yeah. B. Williams, which. Again, this is a book that was really popular during my childhood, so it's it's definitely now approaching classic status if it's not there already. But again, one that I find I'm often surprised by young parents, even, you know, grandparents who don't know about it. And it's really a wonderful read aloud. It has a great cadence to it. And it is also... I think nails the diversity of both parenthood and kidhood better than a lot of books written and illustrated today, even though it was. Highly recommend checking that one out, too, and it does come in board book format. And it's also a good, just a good picture book. Too, it's a great picture book. Kids. It's yeah. a great picture book. Buy it in any format. Buy it in every format. And then I just want to mention one that is an undersung as well is My Car by Byron oh, yeah. Barton, which is the only board book I've ever read that had a plot twist. Mm. <laughs> and say no more. That's it. There is a plot twist in My Car, and I would give it to every babysitter and be like, you should read this. It's one of my kids' favorites. And they're like, it doesn't look very exciting. And I'm like, there's a plot twist. And I would come home and they're like, didn't see that coming. So, you know? So to sum, today in the board book format, we discussed. I recommended interactive board books, including the little insert animal here slash baby insert animal here finger puppet books, as well as Peck, Peck, Peck by Lucy Cousins. And I recommended the book of sleep by Il Sung Na. And I recommended Dog's First Baby and Cat's First Baby, by, both by Natalie Nelson. And I was talking about I'm Still Up and I'm Up, a duet, a duo of great board books by Antoinette Portis with honorable mentions to Sheep in a Jeep by Nancy Shaw and More, 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 Said the Baby by Vera B. Williams. And we also mentioned Sheep in a Shop as an alternative for you shop owners out there. And Snow Rabbit. I feel was one Carrie. You, oh, like, there, yeah. there were other yeah other so, books by the same author. You'll by the same author, so went down that list. And then, if you want a plot twist, my car. And with that, we end this episode. Shelf Help is brought to you by the Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help readers find their next great book. Jam Media Community which is Junction Arts Media, I think is what JAM stands for. And these three fabulous Upper Valley bookstores, the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, email us a question or a voice memo at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or contact any of these three fabulous stores using your preferred social media method. We are here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us and see you next time on Shelf Help. Thank you for listening to this Jam podcast. 
If you have found this program interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content or learn how to produce your own media, please visit us at uvjam.org.